This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Bill C-18 has now passed. It's now law, though it's not officially been enacted. But already it's looking like a real mess. This is the Online News Act. Uh, the idea was, basically the government was copying what uh, was tried in Australia. So the idea was that in order to uh, fund journalism or save local news, as the prime minister has often said, uh, the government would require uh, companies like Google and, and Meta, which is uh, Facebook and Instagram's parent company, it really almost seemed to just apply to them, that they would pay for linking to news, not for copying and pasting news or repurposing news, but simply by providing links. Now, the option the companies had was to simply not do that, which is an option both that now appears are taking. Not only are they going to stop providing links to Canadian news on their platforms, they're going to be exiting the existing partnerships and arrangements they have with Canadian media outlets. So the support that is already there from those companies for Canadian journalism is gone. So this all feels like it's, it's a lose-lose here. Like, what is this actually going to accomplish? And I mean, look, there are huge challenges facing uh, news and journalism uh, in this country, but it doesn't seem like any of that's been addressed here. Now, the government's, you know, taking a more aggressive posture still here. The uh, uh, Heritage Minister, Pablo Rodriguez, was on Twitter yesterday, you know, proclaiming how Canada's not going to be bullied. I mean, that might be good political rhetoric, but what is any of that accomplishing right now? So how big a mess is this? How did we get ourselves into this? Uh, somebody who's been following it is uh, Justin Ling, investigative uh, journalist, who joins us on the line here this morning. Justin, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Okay, good afternoon, or good morning, for that matter. I don't know. How, how surprising, if, if at all, is uh, the situation we now find ourselves in? Not at all. Nothing could be less surprising. We knew this was going to happen Everyone warned that this was going to happen. Uh, anybody who's pretending, anyone in the government who is pretending like this was unexpected is lying to you. Um, we knew this was going to happen. It happened in Australia. It, it was tried in Germany and, and was by and large a failure. Um, Google and Facebook have warned about this, have warned that this was going to be their tactic from the very beginning. The government forged ahead despite uh, a huge amount of criticism, warning, concern. Uh, they did so uh, largely without consulting, actually, um, at least, uh, you know, outside of committee, consulting with the companies who actually, uh, you know, run these platforms. Uh, they waited until, I think, just the last week to finally get on the phone with, with Google and have a conversation about the implications of this act. Um, this is not surprising at all. Uh, and, and, and this was going to be the natural outcome. Now, People have been speculating about whether or not this news cutoff that Google and Facebook uh, have pursued, you know, this limiting of access to news for Canadians, whether or not that's going to be permanent. It probably won't be, uh, but I think ending those uh, support, those contract agreements, those uh, support agreements with these news publishers uh, is going to be permanent. And I think what the long-term effect is going to be uh, is a limiting of access to news on these platforms for Canadians and a deprioritization of Canadian news 
on these platforms. So this is a bad idea, and it's going to get worse. Yeah, and I think what's frustrating is, you know, Google's not eliminating news. Like, if I go on Google and I, I look up Ukraine war, I'll still find, you know, BBC or CNN article, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to find any Canadian articles from Canadian media outlets. So I, ultimately, I think you're right. Yeah, this does a real disservice to, to Canadian media. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, you know, let's talk about the, the status quo for a second. Like, you know, what is the um, the existing circumstance that, that Canadian media finds themselves in, right? There has been a decline um, in traffic significantly over the last couple of years. It's not talked about a lot, but we're generally seeing Canadian media struggle to find and retain an audience online. We're seeing uh, huge swings in where that traffic comes from. Uh, Facebook used to be a massive traffic driver, now not so much. Uh, Major platforms are looking to Google and search traffic as being some of their biggest sources of new traffic. And we're still seeing the constant struggle to convert viewership into revenue. Um, Online advertising is just not delivering the revenue that many hoped that it would. So those those three things together are a problem of revenue and a problem of traffic. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so when the government decided to sort of elbow its way in with this proposed solution, it was really uh, reparations for years of this problem. Right. Their solution was let's come up with a deal that forces those companies to pay you back for all those advertising dollars they stole by running what is basically an oligop- oligopoly of online advertising. Right. And this plan under C-18 would force these companies, by threat of, the, of, of sanction from the CRTC, uh, to negotiate with major publishers uh, for some kind of reparations agreement. And overall, we're talking about $600 million a year between all, of the, public, uh, all the platforms to all of the publishers. So what we're talking about is basically pennies. And the consequence, again, we heard this time and time again, the consequence was always going to be that these publishers uh, were going to be less likely to share Canadian news. So we fixed a little bit of the advertising problem, but in the long run, we're going to worsen the distribution problem. Um, and it fundamentally doesn't fix anything about the, the, the fundamental systemic uh, structure of technological problems facing Canadian media. Yeah, and there's a weird irony in all of this, because under this very same government, uh, their advertising on Google and Facebook has increased substantially. So as much as, you know, the government likes to, to, to bash or demonize these platforms, Ottawa spends a lot of money advertising on Facebook and Google. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, through C-11, the Online Streaming Act, um, the government is going to go and mandate that many of these platforms that run streaming services deliver Canadian content. And then uh, later on, we expect to see an online harms bill that's going to go to these platforms and basically you know, put, uh, put requirements on them um, to, to protect users online, potentially to protect children from pornography, potentially to check... To pre- protect people from from hate speech um all of these things taken together um uh, you know amounts to a pretty significant sort of co-opting of social media uh, by the canadian state and that is something that should probably worry us uh, a fair bit right these platforms are not are not good right and i don't think more government regulation more government oversight is necessarily going to fix the fundamental problems with these platforms um and in effect it might push them um to withdrawing from canada in a more substantive way like you mentioned before offering less canadian news or offering only the 
bare minimum as required by law. Uh, I, I think these are, and I think the end result of this could be a sort of properly balkanized, Canadianized internet, where the internet we're getting from Google and Facebook and Twitter and all the rest looks substantially different from the internet we're getting elsewhere, that internet Americans or, or Brits might get. Some people have, have likened this to, to censorship or to Trudeau's kind of controlling of the internet, which I don't think is quite fair, but I think what it is is going to be a, a, a second-rate, um, you know, lower-quality, uh, less diverse internet that is less usable for Canadians. You think there was a different way of doing this? Like, I've heard some proposals that, that have said, you know, maybe instead of this, we could have designed some kind of a digital tax, and instead of you know, working things out separately with news organizations, the money from that digital tax could have gone into some kind of a, a fund or something along those lines. Was there a different path here to do kind of the same thing? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different paths. I mean, this is a classic example of throwing your hands up in the air and saying, we've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas, mm -hmm. right? Um, the Canadian government has so many levers available to it um, that could deal with various facets of this problem, right? If we're just talking about, um, you know, the news funding, I mean, we could seriously talk about new taxes for online advertising that, like you say, could go into a fund uh, to pay for uh, news media. We could talk about new uh, funding structures for Canadian media, um, encouraging cooperatives that are tax-exempt or even charitable organizations. The government has tried a bit of this, but did quite a bad job at designing it. Um, you know, we could talk seriously uh, about fundamentally rewriting the tax code to make it more advantageous to be a journalist, or at least less burdensome from a tax perspective. Um, you know, we could talk uh, for days about ways in which we can create dedicated funding models that are not one-off, that are not bailouts, that are not direct subsidies, um, that could feed into local newsrooms or into the pockets of journalists. And perhaps most importantly, we could talk about what it looks like to break the consolidation of Canadian media largely by U.S.-based hedge funds that has basically turned our local newspapers into cash cows uh, to service a debt for major corporations that have been badly run for decades. I'm talking, of course, about post-media, which is one of the biggest threats to local news in this country and doesn't deserve a dime from Facebook or Google or the federal government for that matter. So there's a lot of things we could do here. And, and what we're looking at right now is basically trying to shake down U.S. corporations for pennies in a way that is going to long-term damage the reach of Canadian media to the general public. So how does the government get itself out of this? It almost seemed like the heritage minister was hinting this week that maybe the government would just step up and, and you know, take, take public dollars and, and provide it to news organizations saying that, you know, all options were on the table. But I, I don't know, what can they do at this point? I mean, withdraw, retreat, um, go back to the drawing board and listen to the criticisms they received. Even some of those news organizations that called for and supported C-18 are now withdrawing, saying it could be a real threat to local news. They're looking at the way in which this bill is going to, and this, this whole structure is going to push money largely to CTV and Global, um, companies that do not need public bailout. You know, Bell Media, for example, just posted billions of dollars in profit, yet it's cutting their newsroom. They don't need more money pilfered from Facebook and Google. That is the wrong approach. These local small papers are realizing they're going to get maybe a few thousand dollars, a million bucks a year or something that will fundamentally not reverse the decline that they've seen. Meanwhile, they're facing a traffic crisis, an inability to reach 
readers and viewers. And this bill is going to make that worse. So what can the government do? Retreat, give up, go back, figure out a better idea. Um, and the idea that their solution to this, the government's solution to this, is going to be to pursue a strategy that hurts that traffic problem, um, that makes it harder for Canadians to get news, and then we'll just reach into the public coffers and give these newspapers more money, is a hilariously bad idea. Not only does it hurt their legitimacy, particularly in the eyes of conservatives and those who uh, don't necessarily like the idea of public financing of, of news outlets, um, but it only uh, <laughs> sort of uh, entrenches their long-term uh, gap in, in profitability. This is just trying to throw good money after bad, and it's only going to make everything worse. We'll see how they try to get out of this. Uh, maybe they'll make things worse even more along the way, but uh, we'll leave it there for now. Uh, more at JustinLing.ca. Uh, Justin, appreciate the overview. Thanks for joining us here.